0: Hey everybody, today's podcast on Swim Out of the Box is with a new friend. I was really looking forward to talking to this gentleman, and I think the podcast went really well. I'm really excited to share with you the conversation that I had with Caleb Rutledge. Uh, He's a self-proclaimed stretch therapist. I think he should be called a movement coach, but we get into the details in our podcast, so I hope it's exciting. I hope you learn something. I hope you enjoy. Up and going. Caleb, what's up? Welcome to Swim Out of the Box. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's my pleasure. I'm really excited to talk to you. Just so everyone knows that's listening, a lot of the times when I do podcast guests, it's people mm-hmm. that I already know. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, right, right. So <laughs> this isn't a good, I think this is a good reason or a good opportunity to make new friends yeah right yeah how often do you just go hey i've heard about you what (laughs) sit down and talk (laughs) it's kind of weird Um, yeah so give everyone sort of a rundown of maybe why i've heard about you and what you do
1: um so you heard about me probably through donna um (laughs) what am i Your clients, one of your sorry. clients, one of my clients, and she's best friends with my mom. Um, I didn't know so that. That's, that's how I found out about functional fitness was we were all out eating crab one night when nice. my mom had just moved here in July. And uh, we we're talking about um, I was trying to move out of Ohio and I didn't really have a desired like, oh, I definitely want to be here or there. I was just like, I just want to get out of where I've been born and raised and everything for a while. Um, so I was looking for a place to run my business and she was like, oh, we have an extra room. I'll talk to Kayvon and basically just kind of fell into place. Yeah. So what I do is, uh, stretch therapy. Um, it's kind of like physical therapy. Um, I never, I didn't, I didn't go and get a degree. I just have certifications and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, experience of running my business and stuff. Yeah. So we just work for, um, I just work for, uh, pain relief and, just improving overall like functionality, just basically living. um, I mean, if a a woman's goal – I feel like I work on mostly women. If a woman's goal is to come in and just walk up the stairs with no pain, that's a great goal for me. Gotcha. So I work with people like that. Cool.
0: Very cool. So it's funny you say that because I always feel like a majority of my clients are also females, Um, and it's been that way – as far as I can remember, I've been coaching yeah. for like 15 years now mm-hmm. and women just seem a lot more open to yeah. suggestion and making yeah. corrections and admitting that there's a problem. Like I yeah. shouldn't be hurting while I walk upstairs type of thing. Yeah. Right. So it's just like, it's kind of interesting. They definitely uh, run the economy, you know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> when it no, comes definitely. To this stuff.
1: Well, and I, and I feel like too, like, When I have an issue, now it's a little bit different because if I have an issue in my "quote unquote" field, I try to figure it out because it's my field. You know what I mean? Good idea. (laughs) Um, But I do feel like guys are less apt to um, ask for help or ask for someone who knows more than them about it. You know? Yeah. Not that there's anything against that, but yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just funny. Just kind of a pattern I've noticed. Um, So I have always been really fascinated and interested in mobility Mm -hmm. and obviously flexibility is a thing and mobility is a thing but mobility to me is more interesting yeah Uh, and i have looked into like different approaches to learning more about mobility but Mm -hmm. also recognizing stay in my lane like this is what I want to do is swimming that's what i should be really good at I don't need to muddy the waters with other things because I could find Caleb that can help with mobility right Right. I don't need to figure that out Um, right so one of the things that like when Donna was first kind of talking to me about you and like Mm -hmm. explaining what you guys do I was like oh so he's kind of like a movement coach would you consider yourself like a movement coach
1: yeah yeah no for sure Um, I actually don't like saying stretch therapy because like if you came in and got worked on i don't really stretch you it's, okay it's it's only people that are super um if that's their only thing they need then and it also depends on where in their body it is i may like do some more stretching quote unquote okay but yeah mov- movement therapist would be a great way to say it
0: yeah okay uh, and so I always use the the term coach because I always consider myself to be a coach uh, mm-hmm. or an instructor, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But movement coaches are incredibly popular in MMA and yeah. a lot of sort of uh, martial arts in general, which I find mm-hmm. kind of interesting. I mean, like, yeah. obviously they need to learn how to move well, mm-hmm. but don't all athletes need that? So. It it has really seeped into a lot of different fields in in my knowledge. Maybe you Mm. know better.
1: Well, I think that with football, it's getting a lot more popular um, just because those guys get so much work done. Um, Because I actually worked with the Cincinnati Bengals. um, So I've worked on like Vontez Perfect. I worked with him for a while. Ryan Glasgow, um, Hardy Nickerson, Jordan Evans. Uh, I worked on Joe Mixon a couple times. So football guys are definitely like getting a lot more stuff. I think it's a lot more popular because with MMA, because MMA is already this kind of dark horse of sports. Like it's the new guy in town. Does that make sense? Right. So if someone's like, Hey, since you're so, you know, different from the rest of the pack, I also do something that's weird and different and new. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah. Um, I think that's part of it. But I definitely think the biggest thing, why I would probably say, is it's um, the biggest thing I do is habits. Is how I think about it. I
0: okay. just help
1: people make healthier habits. Um, I don't fix anyone. I help them fix themselves because
0: right. nice. I'm not a, I'm not a
1: surgeon. A surgeon fixes people. You know. Yeah. A surgeon can cut into someone and take cartilage and do this and do that. I can't do any of that stuff. You know you're laying fully clothed on a table and I'm working on you, then it's really me suggesting things to your body and your nervous system kind of saying, you know what, that does sound better than what we've been doing. Let's do that. So with how much their bodies get knocked out of good Mm -hmm. habits in MMA, I'm sure that's why another reason why it's huge MMA is because a football player is like very, uh, uh, not one dimensional. That's not what I want to say. But they're very like they run up and down the field. They're not. They're not getting. Well, I guess football would be a bad example of that. They are getting hit. They are getting hit and knocked over. It's and different. Stuff. It's the yeah, same but, but different. Yeah, same but different. Um, yeah. Some of the MMA guys I talked to, the stuff that you know, they're like, "Oh yeah, this happened the other night," and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, your body's jacked up." Right. So,
0: yeah. Um, for for me as a swim coach, I recognize that a lot of people think the way to get faster in swimming is through strength, but Mm. swimming's not about being strong necessarily. There's a reason when like uh, a 12 year old girl can beat a 20 something year old client of mine. It's not because she's stronger, right? Mm. It's, it's more about mobility. She can get into positions faster, easier that uh, then allow them to swim faster. So Mm -hmm. I really want to figure out a way that, maybe you and I can collaborate in some way and start bringing mobility into the idea of swimming as Mm -hmm. opposed to flexibility because a lot of swimmers are hypermobile and you tell them to stretch in quotations and they do and they do very well and it's the wrong thing, but that's what they're doing and that's what they're always reinforced on on a pull deck because their coaches don't know any better or Mm -hmm. if they do know any better, there's too many kids to actually... Uh, manage all at once. So I think there, there needs to be a movement in the swimming world for mobility coaching or stretch therapy or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. It's something that makes a huge difference in ability. And I've noticed that as I get older and I lose my mobility a little bit, Yeah, it's like, oh, now I understand the struggle <laughs> right. that these non-swimmers that come to swimming – have like it feels kind of weird Mm -hmm. it's like oh i i can't get into the position that i used to be able to get into as quickly as i could so Mm -hmm. um are you able to do any coaching over skype or zoom or anything or
1: oh yeah so um i mean i think the first thing i would say about it is i think to help people understand the difference between flexibility and mobility is important Mm -hmm. um so it's like flexibility. Great. You can touch your toes. Um, that doesn't mean that you're mobile though. Right. So the difference would be mobility is kind of more, and I, I, you know, not going to have the exact dictionary definition. So
0: nor do you need to,
1: this may be wrong, but, um, to me, mobility is more like I hear adaptability. So if, if I'm mobile, that means my body, if, Perfect example. Like if you're flexible, you can go lift and have a good lift. But if you go to a yoga class, you might, I mean, just fall on your face the entire time. If you're flexible, but if you're mobile and you're healthy and your body works with itself, you can go to a swim class, a yoga class, a powerlifting class, like all in the same day and be able to adapt to all those different kinds of, of stimulus. Oh, right. All those different. Does that movements. make sense? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, cause I mean, Imagine like some of the guys I worked on, like Ryan Glasgow is um, a defensive lineman. So he's humongous. So him being mobile was more important to me and him being able to do yoga moves and move. Like that's why a lot of guys do dancing and stuff. It's because dancing is a mobile thing, not a flexibility thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think my coaching or suggestion first and foremost would be just to instead of thinking oh i just need to get um to where i can do overhead press and then i would swim better because i'm flexible like with my rotator cuffs instead of thinking it like that um think about just trying to get your rotator cuffs to move through the whole range of motion and different kinds of stimulus whether bands or lifting or um i mean even holding a tennis ball or something i feel like could be helpful
0: Yeah. Uh, I always think of mobility compared to flexibility uh, as mobility is the coordination of different parts coming together to make a movement, where flexibility is just the sort of stretch of a muscle. Yeah. That's how I kind of perceive it. Um, Yeah. And I think you did a pretty good job of saying, like, the the analogy of you can do all these three different types of movements in a day – and if you're a, a healthy, mobile person, it's not going to have a negative consequence to your body. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's perfect. Mobility is not forcing yourself into positions. It's yeah. does your body allow you into those positions? Yeah. And if it doesn't, why isn't it? And that's, right. to me, the fascinating part. So.
1: Well, and that's the thing, too, is I think people especially – another reason why I don't love saying stretch therapy is what I do <laughs> – um, but I don't feel like explaining it every time, <laughs> so I end up saying stretch therapy more often times than not. But um, then people are like thinking, "Oh, he's gonna push until I like can't move anymore, and that's right. how he's gonna help me." And it's like, then they work on me or I work on them, and they're like, "Wow, that was super not aggressive," and I feel like you didn't do anything. But then they get up and they feel two inches taller. So, nice. like you said, your body's uh, integrated matrix. So it has a tensegrity model. Like if you think of a tent, okay. a, a tent, all the spines, like they lay over each other and they help hold the tent up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not one thing that holds the tent up. It's not the stakes. It's not the one side, then the other, whatever. Um, it's the whole thing. It has to be balanced. So I think it's the same kind of thing with your body is, uh, if you look at more of a balance and just good habits with it, instead of like we were talking about being able to touch your toes or being able to get this certain one movement. If you think about that movement in terms of the translation of the balance of what it could do, I think that's a better way to approach things. Yeah. Because so, a lot of people back in the day, too, you know, they're teaching stretching should hurt. Like you should push to where it's right. like, you know, on fire. And <laughs> I have never helped anyone. Um, I mean, I've never done that probably, but any of the people I've ever helped, I've never had to get them to a point where they're like, oh man, this is so intense. You know what I mean? Right.
0: Right. Um, So I was asking about if you can do online sessions because one of our good friends, Kim, who we did a podcast podcast with on Monday, Mm -hmm. which – went off the rails and we're going to do another one because it <laughs> went so far off the rails because yeah. we ended up talking more about food, Lissa. Um, <laughs> so that's um, all right. We forgive you. Um, so she's doing remote massage therapy stuff, like mm-hmm. cupping and giving like sort of cupping tutorials or she was, she kind of focuses more on my fascia, Decompression and things like that, Um, Mm -hmm. and she's got the boniest elbows and thumbs you've ever met in anybody. She can (laughs) rock your world. Uh, So it just thought it was really interesting the things that she's trying to do in order to treat her clients, um, stay busy, right? Because we talked earlier before we started recording that Mm -hmm. there's quarantine brain for sure. Like we both feel a little bit rusty, right? So it's like. It's almost like you got to find opportunity to to talk about these things and to be thinking about these things. So, have you have you worked with any clients online yet? Or not yet? No,
1: I, I've I've thought about because my phone is always open for people saying, "Oh, I woke up with this back pain." Because um, honestly, I do this all the time. That like, if this is one thing I have done in the past few weeks, or ha- you know, however long it feels like three years that we've been in quarantine. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, I'm just being dramatic. But is people have hit me up and been like, "Oh, my knee hurts. What should I do?" And I can't work on them because they're either home or wherever. Um so I kind of walk them through a process that I do to help myself when I am hurting or feel this or that pain or discomfort or tightness or whatever. Um So I have I have thought about doing that. I haven't started yet, though. Because play around I, I really, Yeah, I really don't know if people would i guess i should check up on everyone and see if people would want to do it cuz that was my thing was i was like well if they want to call me then i don't want to charge them for it so they could just call me but you know i feel like I, if there's an incentive for it it makes people like oh yeah this would add value i am going to do that but yeah. if i just say oh yeah just call me it's free whatever then people are like mm. you know what i'm saying yeah
0: people need guidance just yeah so you know, people need guidance, and they, they want your guidance. So, I would uh, I would suggest. How long have you been uh, doing stretch therapy? A Couple years. Couple years. Mm-hmm. And what were you doing before that? Like, did you get into strength and conditioning, or?
1: Yeah, I was like working at GNC, and I was doing personal training for a while, and. Okay. Uh, yeah Yeah,
0: one of the things you know, another client of mine. Um, one of the things that person has hope. Like, helped me understand, and this was a long time ago. I've been coaching for 15 years. Um, mm. She helped me understand a long time ago that people make decisions every single day. They don't want to make decisions about their health if they have an expert that can help them. Does right. that make sense? So it's like, just tell me what to do. Even though yeah. I know how to do it, I know how to figure it out. I just want to be told what to do because I have to tell everyone else what to do all the time. Right. And that understanding helped me be like, oh, I thought I was being helpful by sort of being passive but it's actually more helpful for me to just to be my natural self and be very like direct and like this is what we're doing this is how we're doing it I don't care this is what it is yeah so well and
1: I think the first year was hard for me it was like goofy for me to say in my professional opinion because even (laughs) though I I was like one who says that like that's something people say in a movie um (laughs) but Two, I was like, well, I've only been doing it for a year, so if, but it's like I worked on the Bengals in my first couple months, so, you know, I was working on a ton of different kind of people, and um, and I definitely do have an understanding higher than the average person. So it was like you were talking about getting to the point where like you're like, you know what, I do have a professional opinion, and I do, right, you know, bring that sort of value and everything. So I know what you're saying.
0: Yeah. So, what, how did you get into stretch therapy? I mean,
1: personal training, Mm -hmm. GNC, how do you make that Mm -hmm. leap? So, I I was just, it's funny because at first I was just trying to make more money. And I was like, um, oh, I'll get this as a side hustle and I can, you know, use it to make more money, see how I like it, blah, blah, blah. Because um, one of uh, a guy that my mom was dating, This was a couple of years ago. Um, He used to play for the Colts and we were just talking one day and I was telling him like, I'm working at GNC, yada, yada. I want to make more money. He's like, well, have you ever heard of stretch therapy? So then we just started talking about it and he did like one rotator cuff stretch on me and he was like, all right, get up and go look in the mirror. And I was like this, like this was the side he stretched and this was the side he didn't. I was like, oh my goodness. So it was funny. I, I don't remember it being this quick in my head but looking back, mm-hmm. I guess it was that right after he did that, I had a bunch of money saved up from uh, working at GNC and I spent like all my savings to go get certified. Nice. And I don't all know bad. why I thought that was a great idea. I just did. And <laughs> I, it was like a <laughs> gut thing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to do this. And if it doesn't work out, then whatever. Um, there you go. <laughs> so I went and got certified and uh, then I saw how actual. I mean, it's insane how much it can actually help people. Um, And I'll work on someone for 30 minutes and do something very light. Um, For example, a client I worked on, probably the most uh, uh, sensitive, uh, Mm -hmm. probably client I've worked on. She has a, I forget what the disease is called, but it was a soft tissue disease. So I do some like myofascial start or slash like joint warm up at the beginning of all of our sessions. Mm-hmm. So their knee will be bent and I'll be just sinking in and then pulling back and just kind of seeing how the joint moves and how it pulls on the neck and um right when I pushed into her skin she was like ah. I was like are you okay? And then she was like oh, I forgot to mention <laughs> I have a I have a soft tissue disease. So anyway, um I literally was just like I wasn't pressing in at all. I was just kind of moving her around and yep. getting getting joints kind of It was the most non-aggressive session I'd ever given. Like I th- I almost felt like I didn't do anything. Yeah. Like that's how non-aggressive I had to be. Um and she got up and she was having back spasms like I cannot make this up. Probably 3 an hour and she didn't have one for like two weeks after I worked on her. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. And it, it's, it's just the way her nervous system responded. It's not right. necessarily me, but yeah. it's the how stretch therapy with the non-aggression. It's just like teaching a dog is an analogy I use all the time. Like nice. if you're training a dog, do you give him treats? Do you show him what you want him to do? Or do you like traumatize it and yell at it? You know what I mean? Right. It's the same way with working with your body. Like you can't force a river into submission kind of deal. You have to kind of surrender to it and let your body do it for you. Nice. So that's kind of how I got into it. And then It's almost like that – I don't know why,
0: but my mind went to this like that concept in strength and conditioning where like if you don't move correctly, put weight to it. And then you kind of sort of – automatically start moving correctly because now you have to all right so that's kind of that's kind of like where my mind went when you said that and there's a Mm. same thing that happens in swimming as well if you it's not about making the movements right it's it is but it's also about making sure the force is in the right spot right and at the right time and then there's this like beautiful thing that just happens like it's it's not something that is consciously happening Mm -hmm. it's kind
1: of cool so, well, and that. it's fun. It's fun when I have clients that, because um, sometimes, honestly, first session, like things will be gone. And it's, again, not necessarily all me. It's just the people's body responds really well. And it also depends on how long they had been dealing with it and, you know, all the different factors. Um, but someone, uh, one of my other new clients here, um, Deb. She, her glute was like almost unmovable past a certain point. Like it, it was, uh, it was like a brick wall almost. And one day, what, yeah. <laughs> one day she came in and I was picking it up and checking the range and everything. And it just was like moving. Like it happened before. And I was like, what'd you do? And she's like, I don't know. It just like happened. So the same kind of thing with how you're talking about your body that it just snaps and yeah, there's nece- not necessarily a reason for it. Do you use
0: any specific uh, tools like I don't know lacrosse balls, foam rollers, something?
1: Yeah, so I use uh, 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 silicone cups. Oh, cool! Uh, and then I use uh, stress balls. So okay, not that I don't, not that I disagree with like lacrosse balls and stuff, but just during a session, um, if I need someone to like either press something into their back or their SI or um, like stand up and do something for their calf and like press it into their foot. Mm -hmm. I find a a stress ball works really well because it provides enough pressure, but it's not too aggressive because if you're dealing with a pain or discomfort and you go too aggressive with it, sometimes you'll make it worse.
0: Right. Makes sense. What is a silicone cup? I don't know. I've never used them. Yeah, you got one floating yeah, around? Somewhere? Some. Yeah.
1: Give me one second.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, so they're basically cups. They're just way less aggressive in my opinion. Huh. Um, so like this. Okay, so it looks just like Yeah.
0: What I okay. would match a silicone cup.
1: <laughs> you can you just put it on and it's a lot more like I can move it around. Oh,
0: cool. So it's less section. Yeah, that's interesting. So, we were talking to Kim on Monday, and I've had work done from Kim before, and it was very helpful. And one of the things that she was doing differently than what I had been exposed to previously mm-hmm. was she does not leave cups on for very long. Like, she'll leave them on from like a couple seconds, no more than three minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it was really interesting. So, I was like, well, why are, you, why are you not letting it stay on longer? And she's like, oh, I don't right. know, too much. It goes the other way. It's just she was trying to explain to us on Monday that she's just trying to decompress that myofascia, not necessarily do anything major to it. So it's pretty cool. I'll have to look into some silicone cups. I've got my own Uh, cupping kit, only 20 bucks. How much are silicone cups?
1: Uh, That's the thing is the silicone cups, I feel like, are a little bit more expensive. They last a lot longer. Like, they'll last, I mean, you buy one set, I think it's like 80 to 100 bucks or something. I mean, they'll last... Especially someone that's like me, they'll probably last like three or four years and I'm using them like almost every day when, okay. you know, the world is actually spinning and we're working and, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, but they, they act as uh, to me, it's like extra hands is how I use them a lot. Oh, cool. Um, I do it a lot for decompression because I use uh, this deep blue rub. It's like a, it's from doTERRA. It's like a essential oil, icy hot. Okay. Um, and it's amazing. Everyone I use it on loves it. It's like a little bit non-aggressive, but also like the perfect amount of, what is it again? W- it's called deep blue.
0: Okay.
1: And it's like an icy hot basically. Okay. Um, but it's from doTERRA. So I think it has some, it has like lavender and a couple other essential oils in it too. Nice. Um, but I'll like scrape with the cups and that will kind of get mm-hmm. things woken up if I need, uh, this cooperating more with something i'm doing um like if i'm trying to stretch their glue and i need their back to be more engaged i'll scrape the rhomboids and everything right up their back mm-hmm. um to get them more woken up and pulling the right way um cool. and then in terms of like pain and stuff too if I, sometimes i'll get a pain like behind my hamstring and i just need something to like hug it, I guess would be the best word. Mm-hmm. And I'll put this on it. And then I basically deep breathe and just work through it. And yeah. And I mean, sometimes that takes 10 minutes. Sometimes it takes an hour, um, depending on how I take my time with it and how my body feels. Um, but yeah, they were great for like self adjustment too, because you can get the spot to feel safe by putting a cup there and like hugging it quote unquote. And then you can work through it with deep breathing and Show your nervous Have system you, out. Have um,
0: you made any
1: videos or blog posts or
0: anything that like someone could find how to use this stuff based off of how you think they should use it? Or any resources people can look up? Because I know people are going to want to look things up.
1: Right. No, I need to post I do. I'm looking actually. up these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I need to uh I need to post something actually. I can do that'd be a good thing to post right now, actually, because I can do a self-adjustment at home. So yeah, I'll post something in the next couple days and I'll shoot you my Instagram and if people want to go look. Yeah, yeah. Can...
0: So when we'll we post a podcast, we'll put it in the, the comments so people can okay. look at the link. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so, we can do that. Yeah, I just think um you know, Kim I, I keep going to that conversation with Kim because it's very yeah. similar. Mm-hmm. I think for a lot of clinicians, they think of themselves as just clinicians. And one of the things I've talked to Kim about in the past that she kept bringing up in the podcast was I should be so proud of her for making content right now because mm-hmm. I, I don't consider myself to be a clinician because I'm a swim coach. But right. we could use that same terminology and say, well, as a clinician, this is what I focus on. But, mm-hmm. in the process of creating videos or creating content in some way, whether it's a blog post or a podcast, whatever it is, you mm-hmm. get to explore your ideas and you get to refine sort of your like your script, so to speak, like how you right. say things, how you might adjust. in mm-hmm. in uh, we talked about how in videos, it's very difficult for me to produce a swim video because I might be giving the perfect, explanation and the right thing to say but that doesn't mean who's ever watching it is going to actually understand it and apply it so i struggle with that internally but i still do it because i i know that someone somewhere will pick up from something from it and it also helps me be better right and i'm all about
1: me so (laughs) no i definitely understand what you're saying yeah (laughs)
0: <laughs> right, so yeah, start start making some stuff. i i I would mm-hmm. love to see it. Like I'm I'm infinitely fascinated by this stuff. Yeah. Um. I, I I know that a lot of it is it positional things. Like I have um a background in PRI. Are you familiar with PRI? Uh, mm-hmm. Postural Respiratory Institute. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's I've never postural, heard of it. Though.
0: Posture and breathing. Right. Okay. So. It's about mobility. It's about getting things, like just what you were describing, You know, mm-hmm. putting the cup on your hamstring and breathing your way through it. Yeah. Well, how does breathing affect your hamstring? Well, for some clinicians, they think the hamstring is a respiratory muscle. I do. I think yeah. triceps are a respiratory muscle, right? So mm-hmm. I think there's there's a lot of information here and a lot of things to kind of like understand. And I want to mm-hmm. learn more from you. So I'm going to push yeah. you to make some videos so I could learn. Hey,
1: no, I, I, I will. Um, and I think the biggest thing with like why it makes sense is I just talk about your nervous system all the time. That's probably the thing that my clients are probably most annoyed because I talk about it all the time, all the time. Um, because when it I basically trick people's bodies when they come in. They'll come in and say, hey, this hurts. And I try to let their body know, "Mm, it doesn't really hurt. It's not that bad. And then their body will either respond to that or not respond to it.
0: Nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, let's sort of wrap this up. I want to know how people can at least find you, whether it's Instagram or if you create a YouTube channel today. I mean, I don't know if you're really busy today, but what else you got going on? It's cold out, by the way. I complained. Yeah. I think in January or February, I was on a podcast with someone who lives in Louisville, and she invited us to come visit in spring, and I was like, oh, thank God, I hate spring in Northern Virginia, and it's today, days like today, (laughs) that prove my point. Look outside, if you look on my screen, it's so sunny out, but it's
1: fucking freezing. I hate it. It drives yeah. me crazy. <laughs> yeah, so. I did. In in Ohio, it's it's uh, it's the same thing, except it's like no sun. Like they had snow the other day.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of people had snow the other day. So weird. yeah, but I
1: do notice that about Virginia. I'm like, oh wow, it's a beautiful day, and then I'll open my back door, and I'm like, oh, I nope. shut it right away. <laughs> I'm supposed to go for a run today, and
0: I know. 50 degrees isn't cold to run in. It's cold for me
1: to run in, okay? Yeah, well, especially since it's been like 70 some days and you've been able to run in a t-shirt and shorts. Right. And then I, now I just, you have to get bundled up.
0: I hate it. I grew up in Atlanta. Yeah. It's always hot. It's one thing. Yep. You know what's coming. Be hot. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. cool with that. Don't no, don't change sure. by hour. <laughs> for sure. I agree. So, so I guess I'm, I'm bringing this up to, to – to, to continue to push you <laughs> to not do anything except make videos today
1: yeah yeah no I'd, i i'll at least be putting out one um i'll put out at least two this week definitely the first one by tomorrow and then the next one probably by what day is it today wednesday. wednesday yeah it's wednesday today all day <laughs> oh my gosh so i will i'll probably put out one today um and then one tomorrow or friday okay so we i don't know why i thought it was monday that's funny
0: um i think because we talked about either doing a podcast on monday or wednesday maybe that's what it was um we put the podcast out every wednesday so Mm -hmm. kim's is going i think out today okay we'll go out next wednesday and we're gonna have another podcast with kim on next monday and then she'll go out Mm -hmm. you know the more more stuff you want to talk about we're not doing much. I mean, we're, yeah. we're, we're still open, and we are able to be open. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, one of the greatest things that's happening today is that we don't have to leave the house. So, <laughs> except for right. um, Yeah,
1: so, I'll definitely, I'll definitely have, have them up by the time this one comes out, for sure. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so then people can instantly go after they listen and check it out.
0: Okay. And people can just DM you uh, from Instagram?
1: Yeah. So that's, that's how I take clients questions, just either DMing me. Um, I have my email and my phone on my page too. Um, okay. so cool. it's pride mobility. It's pride mobility DC on Instagram and Facebook. I think there's an underscore before DC, if I am correct, I'm 99% sure of that. I just don't want to say it be wrong, <laughs> um, but yeah, so they can, they can talk to me or message me there. Ask me any questions.
0: All right, cool. Um, I will definitely go ahead and say that we'll do this again. This is going to happen again.
1: Yeah, for sure. No, thank you so much for having me on.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's my pleasure. And hopefully we get to do some
1: work together once this all changes. Right, when the world starts turning again. Yeah. I'm honestly a little scared for it to start turning again. Yeah. Like, the first week back is going to be insane.
0: What do you mean? You think people are just going
1: to, like... Break out of their homes and be like, ah, we're free. Or what do you mean? like <laughs> Insane, like,
0: I don't know. I trust anybody.
1: Insanely, I, I'm not really, and again, this is personally, I, I guess I'm not really worried about getting sick. I'm not going outside, so I don't carry it to anyone. Right. But I, myself, I don't have any health issues, so I'm not worried about it. Um, but... I just feel like the first week it's either going to be weird because a lot of people won't go outside and they'll still kind of wait another couple weeks or something. Or yeah. side of the coin, it's going to be every single client I have is going to make an appointment and I'll just be balls to the wall every day, which will be great. <laughs> I'll be happy to be back to it, but it'll be, a, it'll be like a, a culture shock from – yes doing stuff at home all the time and then all of a sudden i'm in the office for five six hours
0: yeah yeah it's definitely weird because we took uh, a two-week break this past two weeks so we just reopened up again okay and definitely rusty like you definitely kind of like my 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 lessons are an hour long and -hmm. yesterday it kind of felt hard to get through an hour which is (laughs) usually not an issue usually it's like oh my god it's already been an hour we got to get going here Right. So it's like, oh, this is kind of different. Um, but there was also this great connection like, oh, humans. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a mixed bag. And, and it wasn't like a full on day of work yesterday for me, but it was mm-hmm. a lot of work, more work than I had been doing. And so, yeah, it yeah. was kind of like this weird culture shock like, oh, I have to yeah. do things.
1: Yeah. That, that's so. right. And it's just like I talk about habits all the time. The same thing is like we're all in different habits right now. So once we have to go back to our previous things, it's going to be weird for sure.
0: Yeah, it will. All right. So we're going to wrap this up one more time. What's your Instagram?
1: PrideMobility underscore DC. All right. Sounds good.
0: We will do this again. Thank you so much
1: for being on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. All right. Have a
0: good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.